Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them, watch them, evangelize for them. And then I come on here, yeah. And then they come on here and talk about them. And we agree sometimes and sometimes we disagree. I don't know. We come to an understanding as friends and yeah. film fans. Uh, usually. Usually. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryan. I'm the other co-host, David Bell. And, and who the hell are you? Who are you, sir? I'm, I'm Robert Evans. Hello, uh, Robert. I, I, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a guy who likes David Duchovny. This is all true. I think we all share that among us. Hard not to like David Duchovny, right. unless you're one of the many people that went, well, one of the many uh, female sex workers that he has mistreated. Yeah, you told me that story. Yes. He's, uh, he's, what is, he's, they, we tell the story. There's a number of, I came, I came across clippings from a couple of newspapers in, I think, Toronto years ago that were just strip clubs in Toronto putting like putting up ads in newspapers saying, David Duchovny, you are no longer welcome in our establishment. Oh, no. And I don't know what he did, but it clearly it has to have been horrible. Right, right. <laughs> like, um, so, David Duchovny. I want to... <laughs> I want to believe that it's not that bad. I want to believe. No, I want to... I, I think I told Robert this when he told me the story. I want to believe that what he was banned for was trying to insist that they dance to his music. Yes. <laughs> like he tried to get them to put his music Musician on. David Duchovny. Yeah. He is very close to being a Goldblum. Like, he has a music career. He's, he's kind of Goldblum-esque. He's Goldblum adjacent, yes. but he doesn't... Here's what I think stops him from, <coughs> from we hitting full Goldblum. Definitely getting banned from yeah. yes. carte blanche from see, strip clubs. See, I don't think Gold, Jeff Goldblum would get banned by from a strip club. I think I don't believe he would, no. would 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 charm any anyone but and I, I think david duchovny desperately wants to be a jeff goldblum type figure which right. is explains the entirety of the show californication which yes is a, a fun science fiction series about an alternate reality in which women cannot not fuck david duchovny right, right. where he is just premise. he's just drowning in pussy <laughs> yeah. all the time and you know that show was his idea what if we made a show about idea. me fucking all the time yeah what if i can't women not fuck half everyone? my age <laughs> Constantly, yeah. So have we uh, said the movie? No, I'm no. <laughs> We're building up to it. This <laughs> is even, all. This is all. I mean, I feel like people can start. Uh, well, well, if they're listening, to there the could podcast, be a few. We could be talking be the about title of the podcast. We could be talking about playing God for all they know. We We're talking be, about the or Cal- Californication, Cal- not California, 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 California with a K, yeah. with a K. Oh God, he was in that. And Brad sure Pitt. is. Oh my God. Yeah, David Duchovny. Who David Duchovny. Why won't you love me? <laughs> you guys remember that song? Yes. Yep. All right. So, Robert, what film are we talking about? Fucking Evolution. Mm. The greatest film of... I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to say 1999, but I really don't remember. 2001. Yeah. 2001. It's Sounds right, about right. It's right before it, 9-11. Yeah. It, should, it should retroactively be retitled Fucking Evolution. Fucking Evolution. Yeah. Mm. And actually, 9-11 gets into one of my favorite things about this movie, which I feel like we should just dive into, which is it's one of the last... Hollywood films made when you could be shitty to the military, when you could right. portray the U.S. military as just kind of incompetent. Right. 
is not good at their jobs and like a fundamental level. Yeah, it's like dunces. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the same. You watch some like Simpsons episodes from 1994, like the one where they sneak onto a military base and like Bart makes a joke about exposing the dangerous unreadiness of the American military. Like after 9/11, that shit stopped. You remember right. the scene when they drive when Duchovny and Orlando Jones <laughs> drive to the site yeah. and one of the soldiers realizes who David Duchovny is and frantically starts trying to pull his gun out to yeah. execute to him, shoot him on the spot. Yeah. And has and to be dragged away. Other, he has to be restrained by other soldiers and all you hear them say is, what, what are you doing, man? What's wrong with you? It's like, he almost murdered him. Yeah. The, I mean, the military in this, they don't have any of their own science adv- advisors. I've noticed no. that. No. Like, they have no labs. They have no one nope. actually, like, doing the work no. that David Duchovny is Yeah, there's no doing. DARPA guys there or whatever. No. Yeah. It's very much that, like, South Park, like, what do you have to say about this, Mr. Scientist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very Armageddon, which we talked about a few yeah. weeks ago. And I just, I like that. I like, um, and I, I listened to the director or the commentary at one point i don't think it was ivan reitman i think it was the writer of the screenplay talking about that a big motivation for him in the screenplay is that he hates the u.s military that comes through that comes through for sure that comes through and And we're just okay okay the premise of the movie real quick is a meteor lands on earth it has alien life on it that starts to rapidly evolve yes. from single cell organisms all the way to primates and dragons and shit. And nobody cares except for one guy, really. You're right. I love how, like, the cops, nobody, when it's, like, bleeding and there's, like, mushrooms and stuff, everybody's just like, gross. Yeah. Like, no cops one's, are just posing yeah. for pictures? One, one of the cops really, is Kyle Gass. Yeah. Who? One of the cops is Kyle Gass, the other half of Tenacious D. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But, I mean, that, to me, that felt, because a big thing I think we're going to keep talking about is that this movie, to me, is very similar to Ghostbusters. There's a lot of stuff. And one, because in Ghostbusters, people are also kind of casual about the existence of the afterlife, Yeah, where there's these people like, ghosts exist, and we're catching them, and everybody's like, okay, sure. Like, that's, I guess that's that's what we're going to do. Well, they actually had that similarity where aliens were like, no biggie. People were just... Well, they. I mean, we Very at least get the it. we at least get them addressing that in Ghostbusters, where there's a there's a big montage of the Ghostbusters right. getting famous, and then there's a lot of put, and then you know the whole villain is coming in, and uh, William Atherton comes in and accuses them of making it all up. Uh, in this movie, we never get any of that. <laughs> well, you get the line that it was a, it's a great discovery. It's, it's acknowledged. <laughs> yeah. What what bought this movie? The main the main thing I don't like about this movie is, uh, I mean, one is that I don't think it's funny, but it's like, it's Ghostbusters if every character is trying to be Peter Venkman, and that doesn't work to me. That's a legitimate critique. I, I would, I would ar- say that it's Ghostbusters if none of the actors were comedic geniuses. Because <laughs> uh, it's a, also I, true. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a really cool premise for a movie. Uh, sure. And one that hasn't been done before or since, which okay. I always like. I think there's really good practical effects. I think the CGI yeah. for its time was really good. I think the effects in this and, yeah, the yeah, CGI and practical right. effects yeah. both hold up to me. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, uh, it was apparently originally written as a thriller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it was rewritten as a comedy when Ivan Reitman took over. Yeah. Also, we're doing behind the scenes note, notes, um, 
David Duchovny turned down Star Wars Episode Two for this. <laughs> he gave up playing a Jedi to be in this movie. Who the hell was he going to play in Episode Two? <laughs> a Jedi, apparently. That was, I did some research. Yeah, because I found it in like IMDb trivia, and IMDb trivia is not always great. So I did some digging and found like a two thousand article about him turning down being a Jedi, and See, that's all they said. Now I'm just thinking about him fucking Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, yeah. The so first good. ten minutes of the second movie, give him that withering David Duchovny yeah. stare. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my big because I I think I'm in between you two. I I like this film alright. It made me laugh a yeah. few times. Um, there's something to it that's like comforting. But I the, there's I've been wondering like okay, this is extremely similar to Ghostbusters. So what's Super. missing that doesn't make it Ghostbusters? Because it starts it it literally it starts with two disgraced like scientists. Yeah. One of them just trying to fuck college kids. Well, one disgraced scientist, one guy who is perfectly happy right, right. having a USGS card and fucking teenagers. Right. Yeah. Who's they're, well, they're both kind of the Ray. They're both sleazes. They're, like, they're both Vankman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right about yeah. that. that they, there's, and then they add a third one eventually, um, and yes. then they eventually add a fourth one, and then it ends with the monster becoming giant, and then pumping these hoses at it, and it exploding, and goo getting it out. It ends the with way. them... There's, um, Inflating a monster's asshole with shampoo. Yeah. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. <laughs> with my favorite bit of product placement, especially that little bit at the end afterwards where they give a head and shoulders ad. Oh, yeah. That, they was, do. Appa- that was apparently Jason Reitman's idea <laughs> to have that commercial at the end. I, I oh, yeah. Was- that's the, there's, yeah, the cheesy ad like Ghostbusters. Them breaking into a place, l- acting dressed up like authority figures. That's Ghostbusters 2. That's Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. I there's a bunch. I, I was like making I was making notes of it throughout. It's very much Ivan Reitman's basically doing Alien Ghostbusters, which I I have to applaud because nowadays everyone just it's just like okay, well let's remake Ghostbusters but different but a different cast. And he was trying to say okay, well what what worked about Ghostbusters? People really like this mix of like hard science and like kooky weird paranormal sci-fi stuff. So if we like you know maybe we mash these two together, but it's aliens this time. Here's this neat idea panspernia where like aliens you know land in a meteorite that's cool like it's it was not a lazy movie which at the end of the day is like one of my big things like it wasn't it it didn't have a the cast that would have really made it work because nobody and it's a comedic genius i I see i think the i think it is lazy in terms of the comedy like the writing in this movie is very bad the joke writing. It's it's okay. I think the delivery isn't great, but there's some great moments. There's some fun. <laughs> Here's the thing. I also really like the cast. I like David Duchovny in a comedy. Yes. He should do more. But he, he was should like be the, only, the straight man. I get yeah. He was he did um an episode of Doctor Katz, I remember, which was really weird because it's all stand up comedians mm-hmm. and David Duchovny. And David Duchovny. And it was yeah. it was it somehow worked like he, he's weird enough. To somehow, but you're right that like, I don't know, I don't mind him as like this sarcastic kind of like this role. I didn't think was that wrong for him. And on the X Files, he did comedic stuff all the time. No, he like was... he has the willingness of a comedic actor where he he seems like the kind of guy like the scene in this where he presses his ass against the window. I know yeah. it was an improv. Like he's clearly the kind of guy who just like David Duchovny, get in there, do do stuff, do something wacky, dance around, and he'll like give it a shot. I, I think um, Julianne the, Moore was not great casting because she's she's a wonderful actress, obviously, but she's not well, it, it's, funny. It's hard for her because this movie hates women so much. 
Well, that's, that is that is accurate. Uh, well, it, okay, I'm not going to say it. I will say this movie. I, hates I will say every single popular movie made from like 1990 from from like the beginning of Hollywood up until like three years ago hated women, and this is one of them. It is true that almost, like, but it's not. It doesn't hate women more than the other movies of that time did. I'd say more, no. most of the female characters in this are terrible. Although I'd say most of the people in it are terrible. Who are well, here's, like here's, the town is full of shitheads. Yes. Here's my my favorite detail about this film: as we find out that David Duchovny is an, uh, a former army colonel who was dishonorably discharged for doing the Tuskegee experiment for, for, <laughs> yeah. for po- poisoning thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. the cane madness. Yeah, yeah he, he poisoned thousands of servicemen with a with a vac with a vaccine yeah. attempt against yeah. their knowledge and will. Mm-hmm. He did the Tuskegee experiments. We've all done a Tuskegee like experiment, and we're supposed yeah, to be like background. we're supposed yeah. to continue to be on his side. And I don't understand why. Well, I see, and I think that's a mistake that the film made because, like, a smarter way to play this. I think that's a great background for the, if you're going to do a movie where okay, a fucking rock lands and aliens come out. It's great to have like a disgraced scientist teaching at a community college be the guy who finds. Sure, it. but have him that have work. it be more roguish and charming. That's the backstory to the villain or have him be or have him be a monster who is in it at first entirely out of profit and then realizes that like it's going to destroy the world of something they he's done. you can do have that. him be an they, anti-hero they begin with where he's like does the nobel prize pay in installments That's like, yeah. which is another but it's which another ghostbusters yeah, thing joke. where they're like yeah. kind of just in it for the money at first and I dig. I, I like I well, that Jones has some good moments in this to Coveney's past because I did like the idea of him being this like disgraced again. It's it's the idea that he's a bad scientist. Like if you switch it around, and like you it's have, the same with Venkman, like doing the experiments at the beginning, right, but they're and like trying to fuck that they're woman. All Venkman in this movie. I know, I know, but I'm saying I don't <laughs> mind that past because I don't mind. Him, Duchovny being the Vankman. And I don't think it would be bad to have a blacker comedy, because there's aspects of this that are decent bits of black comedy, like that fucking guy at the golf course getting eaten by the alligator monster right. thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's a that solid we're, so, we're supposed to hate and want to die because he asks Stifler if they're watering down the drinks. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's his crime, is that he asks... He also was a dick about the towels. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I but, like. I yeah. do like the part where Stifler. I think um, Sean Williams got. I really like his performance. <laughs> he did in a this. solid job. Um, yeah. I like the part where he's making the drink and he's salting him and he's like, "What's that?" And he turns around and goes, like, like, "Huh, huh? Uh, drinks right, right. <laughs> drinks coming up, sir." <laughs> like he he had some really solid moments. And like I that. I like his character's introduction when he's doing his like it, it, alone solo fireman training in the desert. Yeah. That's yeah. a fun Middle bit. Of the night, yeah. yeah. That was very. That he's was the other. He has the only, open like Ghostbusters. Yeah, well. he's got the only like the the things that I do laugh at that I did laugh at in this movie were like not things that are scripted. They're like the little little character moments, like when he's trying to leave the fireman test and the guy's like trying to help him shut the door. He's like, "No, no, I got, I, I, I just do this." <laughs> he has like a little string yeah. that he's been holding as he drives away, holding this string to keep his door <laughs> that's shut. A good like, that's really funny, but that's hundred percent not on the page. I'm sure there was a couple lines, like there was one, and this isn't that funny of a line, but I could picture this being said by two Ghostbusters and it working, which was 
it's flying away. Is that a bad thing? And the person responds, only if you're a human being, which yeah. in the scene, it's not very funny, but I can see Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray that's making a that line. That's a, that's a Ramus line. Yeah, yeah that's exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Only if you're a human being. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you, yeah, you can lot hear it in his like voice that. if you put it in your Right, yeah it's, yeah. Like, it's like the, uh, sorry, Bankman, I'm terrified beyond the capacity for <laughs> rational thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love the line in this, and I thought the delivery was good when Orlando Bloom has the Orlando Jones. Orlando Bloom is a different ass. <laughs> Alana Jones has the bug guys. up his ass, and yeah. they're gonna cut off the leg. And take he's the like, leg, "Take well, the leg!" No, I like the line where he's like, "Is there anything you can do?" He thinks he's an athlete, yeah, and he says it like <laughs> yeah. so sympathetically yeah. to him. <laughs> and I like the take the leg bit. I think the scene in the mall where they're chasing the thing with shotguns is always one of my favorite madcap chase scenes in a comedy. Like especially the I think we've established that kaka kaka and tookie tookie do not work. Which, I didn't mind that. Yeah, that 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 line that line gets me. Yeah, really big waste of a Sarah Silverman and a John Cho. Oh, terrible waste! Huge. Of a Sarah well, I mean, Silverman. they weren't famous, but like, yeah. I mean, people knew who Sarah Silverman were. Was. She does not do anything right. in this. Yeah. Movie. But yeah, she it's, she just comes in and she's, then she's, continues she's, to reiterate how much the film hates women. Yeah, yeah. There's not a single good joke. Like there's and there's a lot of opportunity to use. And in fact, it, Sarah Silverman might have been a great female lead for this. And you switch her around to where she she is like a DARPA scientist for the army. And maybe her like yeah. she's a f- like o- only interested in, like oh my god so we can turn these things into fucking weapons or whatever like you have if you're going to have everyone be Vinkmans then like go all the way and have them be terrible people trying to save the world because you is can this, have fun with that script. Is this an Ivan Reitman problem? Um, Dana is sort of the straight man of Ghostbusters uh, with Bill Murray. Like the idea, it's a romance brought on by confrontation, which is the same in the Evolution in this, and then I think Stripes. Um, that's Ivan Reitman, isn't it? It's, it's Ramus wrote it. Um, I, it's the thing that the female characters always seem like they're the straight men, like they don't have a comedic role. And I know the, the fact always, that Julian yeah, Moore's character... The, the mother. Yeah, yeah, Julian Moore's character was clumsy and this was her uh, idea. And that's the worst bit in the movie. Right, but it was sure. her idea and I can see her really? looking at... yeah. Huh. She was the one who was like, can you make? Can I be clumsy? And I could see seeing this character pre that and being like, she doesn't do anything. It doesn't anything. have anything to do. Yeah, yeah. and so she was like, be, I don't get to be funny. I don't get to be funny. So she was yeah. just like, make me clumsy. She's not a writer. Like, it's that, where she's like, this... Let's do this. Like, this is something. I mean, she goes for it. She does go she for falls it. Falls out of a fire she truck. Really she she smacks does, her face into that door. She does some solid physical comedy mm-hmm. in this. Um, but I do think, like, it's it was probably she was originally written as just like because he says he calls her like an ice queen or something. That and she scene. doesn't come she's, off she's that way. She's a perfectly exactly, friendly but person. But I think yeah. she was yeah. written to be like yeah. super serious because she's like never anything but friendly and sympathetic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's <laughs> helpful. Yeah. The entire for, from the. Instant yeah. you meet her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, which, yeah, I'm not going to say this movie has problems, but I think it's a, an enjoyable film, and I think for the era that it came out of, it's fun. And I, I think it's I retroactively enjoy it more because nobody would get whatever they got, $80 million, to just be like, here's a completely new idea that we think is, is cool. That like Yeah, know, with a bunch of like not really proven actors, yeah. box office-wise. Yeah. Let's just give it a shot. Like and a big effects driven, effects driven comedy with a lot of practical effects. I think some really good ones. I think this. evolution mm-hmm. is kind of uh, the reason why people don't do that. I mean, you get you, you got to blame like fucking Pluto Nash exists. Let's not throw That's this all true. in evolution. 
but like it's it's part it's part of the problem is what i'm saying it's like this it is a does, big effects driven comedy that just to me is not funny it doesn't tend to work out year one your highness those are both not effects your driven, highness but they're, is fine yeah but they, they didn't do well yeah, like bombed. anytime comedies get elaborate and they should like pineapple express i really like the fact that it's like an action movie yeah right? um and they put some budget in there and it, it does feel like this is why the Judd Abatow stuff, I think, probably thrives more because it doesn't cost much to get a couple of cameras and a bunch of actors. Yeah. But like, I miss like the Naked Gun doing these gags that like are set yeah that that yeah. that fight scene in Pineapple Express is incredible. Yeah. It is, and it's <laughs> just y- yes, you get a lot of when you try shit like this when you do heavy, expensive effects-driven movies with completely original scripts and mostly untried actors and what at least in whatever type of thing that they're doing for that movie a lot of times it doesn't work out but that's how we got ghostbusters like that's, well i mean I, bill murray was and and david duchovny had been on one of the biggest shows in tv we also got out. ghostbusters because bill murray would only do it if he did uh razor's edge the movie no one's seen his yeah. first serious Where's role Hunter s thompson no that's uh, no that's where the, where the buffalo, buffalo roam razor's edge is uh he like goes to tibet and it's like oh really, right i've watched it once and it's like this is boring uh, yeah. but it was his passion project at the time no um, and it but like yeah i all of the great like the most defining movies of our childhoods were like shots in the taking dark. a chance yeah, yeah exactly I get, that. I get that and so i i salute any movie that did that and part of like why like dave you said it's oddly comforting and there is something about like seeing a movie from back when like yeah let's give him, let's give ivan reitman 80 million dollars and see if david duchovny can work as a comedy guy fuck it yeah but, yeah. This movie, yeah. I think, worked on paper for sure. It worked on paper. I was excited to see it when it came out. Yeah. Lots of it. I I think lots of it did work. I think it's got some really good oh, moments. Man. Definitely <laughs> misogynistic. Um, <laughs> I would say it it is and it isn't. And this is a Julian Moore's character isn't like a bad person, right? No. Like, ev- but everybody else in the town is shitty. It's normal. No, it is true that like every woman that of, isn't her yeah. is awful. Mm-hmm. There's the shoplifting woman. There's Sarah yeah, Silverman. There's, there's the, like the rich lady. The rich lady is not terrible. I like I like the three women with the the, the, the fucking gun. Which, yeah. Well, the part where she just says, "Open the door, Grace," yeah. because like <laughs> it's like they're throwing Grace under the bus. <laughs> um, and every every terrible but, group of you know emotionally abusive middle-class friends has their grace right yeah um this has the problem of the new ghostbusters which i feel like every actor everybody was doing a bit yeah that that's a part that's a problem because the original ghostbusters there are there's there's a surprising amount of comedians in ghostbusters like the the at the elevator he's like i'll get the next one like that guy was a comedian Mm -hmm. the guy who was the horse carriage like what an asshole! Like yeah. that's a comedian. There was a lot of like stand-up comedian stuff that they injected in it, but they didn't make. They didn't give them like bits. They yeah. weren't like, "Hey, look at they me." They didn't say just riff. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, everybody, exactly. it's it's. You've got five words to say. Try to make it funny. The world around them is real. Yeah, and yeah. so I this movie definitely suffers from that. Where um, everybody like the cops are fucking wacky. Funny. Yeah. Everybody's wacky. Um, but I just, like. Yeah, that just drag. It's everybody's being wacky, and none of it's landing for me. It's just this movie's exhausting. Uh, I thought that had some I, some <laughs> solid gags. I like that the uh, the end solution is to pump the monster's asshole full of fucking shampoo. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun bit. That's a nice Eason. The Eason hell is that? <laughs> it's something that I had never seen before or since, and yeah, so I that's support true. it. Yeah, I love the the well. 
I love the bad science of that. <laughs> yeah, where he's like the periodic table, like, you just move your finger this way. <laughs> or the scene where they f- yeah. discover that fire makes it grow because Orlando Jones pulls it's out a cigarette. So, Never smoked before in the film. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like this is when you start smoking. And they, they actually point it out. Yeah. Like, this is when you start smoking. They draw it's attention like, well, to it. What's, uh, I don't know what's the point. And then he flicks his match carelessly. <laughs> yeah. So then it lands in the Petri dish. It's like, really? And then the next scene, they're like, what's period? He's like, me, I'm j- I just quit smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the, yeah, they don't even try. See, that bit works for me. I like, and I, I love, I'm a big fan of terrible science. Uh, yeah. And this, that, that moment where David Duchovny's looking at the periodic table and going, oh, arsenics yeah. are poison if you go to here. Like, that's some of the best really dumb science that i've also, ever seen in a movie apparently whatever that chemical is that's in selenium selenium that's also a ghostbusters word like they use that in i think ghostbusters oh, really? too um yeah so it's like it's like a go-to pseudoscience like fake science for sure Reitman. but i will say ghost continuing the comparison to ghostbusters ghostbusters i think pulled off the fake science better um, yeah, because, oh, and I think it's yeah. just because of Dan Aykroyd. I think it's a hundred percent Dan Aykroyd would just say things so fast and like, man, when he finally shows up in this movie, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's he's a solid governor. Yeah. yeah, he's he's the mayor in Ghostbusters. Like yeah. he's yeah, I, um, I, I like that. I think the pro. I think one of the problems this movie does have that Ghostbusters is the only movie of this type that doesn't have the problem is that Ghostbusters, the fake science is a hundred percent consistent because it's not fake science to the guy whose job it was to write it. Right. Because right. Dan Aykroyd a thousand percent believes yeah. everything oh, yeah. in there Ghostbusters. Was, yeah. I, I know. I like uh, in the commentary of Ghostbusters the book stacks at the beginning. Apparently that was Dan Aykroyd like let's just stack some books. I'll say something and like. <laughs> That that was actually an improv of him, like symmetrical book stacking, and like had like right no human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're uh, just talking about a much better movie. Yeah, okay. but okay. it's the same. It's similar people. I just I I wanted to. I knew I'd we'd be talking about Ghostbusters. For yes, that. and if if the if because the, yeah, evolution. To, no matter your opinion on it, it failed. It bombed. It did not succeed. It has a low rating. So it's that idea of like what happened, what made it not Ghostbusters, and I think probably a lot of things. Right, it goes in too many different directions. Like Act Two of this film is insane. <laughs> yeah, I that's the stuff I like. I like when they're hunting the monsters down. I like the the fucking old the the ladies finding the the it's monster. Just, in it's their just it's just all over the place. That movie. reminded me of Ghostbusters as well because it's the them going out to fight. Yeah, like individual aliens, and they do the people. It was like people encountering the ghosts. Yeah, and then they even do like the Spook Central type thing where they're like, "There were these mines all lead to right smack dab in the middle." Yeah, and if they napalm it, that was like not a reveal though, because like we not knew really. that. Yeah, we knew that they were all coming from the cave underground. So I I don't understand that reveal. Well, and it it might have been better to like not have the military get in at all until the very end. And you've got these scientists who find this thing and they're, yeah, maybe there's like, there's monsters coming out of it, but nobody knows where it's coming from because the meteor break. There's ways to do this. I gotta say it was good. The military does show up because David Duchovny almost kills everybody because they're like, he's like, I found this comet. There's alien, there's like species on it multiplying really fast. And they're like, should we tell the government? He's like, no, let's not tell the government. <laughs> Which I know is like an X Files <laughs> nod where he's like, I know those guys. Yeah. But like, tell the government. Like, and then they just, they show up the next day and the government's there. But if they didn't tell the government, probably everybody would have died, right? Like, 
Would they? Well, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's a very disturbing really find from the beginning. Like yeah. that's again, everybody's very casual about the fact that there's a species evolving very fast mm-hmm. that came off of a comet. I mean, the government puts in a lot of legwork. They're just incompetent. Right. Which, yeah. We haven't talked about Ted Levine. We haven't talked about Ted Levine. He's in this. Oh, Ted Levine. I mean, he's, he does exactly what he does in what, movies. What's his name? Woodman in this movie? Something yeah. like He's the colonel or whatever. He's the general. He reminded yeah. me of his role in Jurassic World. where It's it was pretty just like, similar. You exist just to be a, a, a bad person, to be mean and... You Wrong. look like someone who could rise high in well, a government it's not, organization. I don't yeah. really ever disagree with him, to be honest, because his, his, he shows up, his first thing is, no, you got to kick David Duchovny off of this because David Duchovny is a right. dishonorably discharged army colonel who ran the Tuskegee experiments on people. He's not wrong. It's just the lack of their own scientists. Yeah. That's right. the problem. It's, like they, it's fine to kick out the, the, the local college like yes teachers bringing people from mit yeah you need someone somebody like the fact that they have to discover that fire will like when they're like let's firebomb them and like they're not they didn't test to see how that would they would react to that like we never get an indication excuse me we never get an indication of what they're doing at all yeah like they just set up a tent around it and there's supposedly teams going down and collecting samples and stuff but like you, what are they doing? You'd think yeah. one of the They're first things you there. do is like, okay, we'll get a couple pieces of it and light one on fire and shoot the other and just see if we got to kill it, make sure our stuff right. works yeah. on Let's it. Let's make yeah. sure our napalm yeah. will work. And doesn't make it grow at a wildly accelerated rate. Or like, you, yeah, you'd think they would just know what their DNA is made up of at that point. I don't know. They've well, it takes for, a while to figure that out. They've been out. there yeah, for I weeks. Guess. Yeah. They got these weird... There's very little discovery. The weird monkeys Very little discovery, very little containment. Like you'd think they would just like it's it's box super casual. Whole, yeah, you'd think they box that whole thing up again. It's pre nine eleven, man. Like yeah. I, I think if if fucking aliens had landed two thousand one before nine eleven, yeah, maybe they don't get maybe maybe there's not that much going on because it's like the Clinton era military <laughs> I where guess, everyone's sort of loosey goosey. There's also the part where Dan Aykroyd is like, "Why didn't I know about this?" And then later he's calling the president, like, "Yeah, get him on the phone." It's like you haven't told. The president? Like, <laughs> well, and then they the tell army him, like, just set up this little thing. Aliens. And, yeah, and they just didn't. Well, and then like there's like anybody. He, he has to say something like, "Oh, I can't wait an hour. Put me through to the president now." It's like so the president's like, "Hold on, I'll get to your aliens in Arizona problem in a second. Yeah. it's like this movie's insane, <laughs> and it irritates me. Dan Aykroyd, I think uh, trivia I saw was he was they were trying to get Bill Murray. I think they were probably just trying to get any Ghostbuster. Yeah, you wanted one guy from it. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 Man, this film. That's fun. It's Stifler's fun hair movie. changes length frequently. Does it? <laughs> it sure yep. does. It's good to see him in a movie. Is he alive still? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. good. I like this I mean, movie. No, I like whatever. him in this movie better than I think any other movie. Um, cause he kind, it's weird to say, like, he kind of plays a real person yeah, a little more in this works. one. Like, him as Stifler always felt like it was a, like a, I didn't like Stifler. And then him and, like, Dude, Where's My Car, where it's like... That is him and Dude, Where's My Car. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's plays, as close it's to... Dumb and dumber. Yeah, he's, it's close to that in evolution. He's a, he's a buffoon the, in evolution. Yeah, well, but this is the closest to, like, a person. He's like a per- um, he's like a kind of dumb jock kid who wants to be a fucking firefighter. And having known some people like that, he's, he seems pretty believable. I'm delighted that you're so delighted by this film, Robert. It's, it's, it's a hoot. It's a hoot and a holler. Of all the movies where David Duchovny has played one of history's greatest monsters. Right. 
I want is... more David Duchovny in movies. I definitely want more David Duchovny. I in wish movies. he could have done this and Star Wars. I wish he could have done. Can you imagine the world we would live in right now if he had gotten into Star Wars as well. I assume he was like a background. Like I assume he was one of the Jedi's when like. They swoop down to save them in the arena. Yeah, he'd probably. One of those or I something. wish he'd been. I wish they'd had him be one of the like you know that Jedi with the crazy long neck. Yeah, yeah. if that had just been David Duchovny, <laughs> but they'd leave huge, it with a huge oh, neck. Oh man, that would have been the oh, best man. thing in the world. I mean, he was on top of the world for this. Was, this was mid X Files. This is right, this this is an right after to launch his comedy career. This is right after he left X Files, isn't it? I don't know. It, it couldn't it, have been what, long after. What day? What what day? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, this probably was. Yeah, he looks good. It's like peak Duchovny. Um Like early X Files, you look at him; he's like he feels he looks like a like a baby duckling that's not quite grown. <laughs> yeah, and this was like peak Duchovny. Like yeah. he's just the right, just the right. There's age. a there's a moment in this film I have a note written down. Um, there's a moment in this film where they're about to shove a fire hose up a giant amoeba's asshole and pump it full of head and shoulders. And uh, Julianne Moore says, I need to tell you something. She pulls David Duchovny aside. And then she looks at him square and says, I would have rocked your world. And at that moment, I wrote down on my notes, the last note I have, I just wrote, I hate this movie. <laughs> you know what I was thinking during that scene is no one else has ever ended a movie with the heroes the hero. giving a giant <laughs> shampoo enema to a monster the size of a, the Chrysler building. And, then and going, I support that. And then going to fuck in a fire truck. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they, they fucking that fire that truck. Is, they fucking that fire that's truck. That's how the fun. movie ends. That's fun. That is a fun way to kill a movie. Mm. And I, <laughs> do you, They do kill this movie. I enjoy evolution. I was really worried because I, I brought this up. Like, I'm, I, I'm not... Like I, I'm a, I like bad movies. Obviously, we've all yeah, watched we all every do. Neil Breen movie. Yes, but yes. I'm not someone who normally likes movies that are bad, and I legitimately enjoy them. Like in earnest. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're you're actually one of the more judgmental people of movies. I am very um, judgmental, and yeah. I so when I when I brought this because you were asking me like what movie I, when I I brought up Evolution, not really thinking about it, and I was like, oh god, I haven't seen it in three years. What if <laughs> I hate it? And I I didn't. I still thought it was fine. Huh. Um, Man, so. there's just something about. I've said it before, but it's, uh, the, to me, the worst kind of movie is a bad comedy. And I feel this like this just, is a bad comedy. This just made me laugh enough times. It's not a great comedy, <laughs> and I am not saying that. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it when I watch it, and I think it's refreshing in light of the way Hollywood Movies have gone? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair point. Um, I also think there's there's a weird... There's a weird place with comedies. Have you ever had a comedy that you like that doesn't make you laugh, but you're just charmed by it? Like, yeah. you're just kind of having, you're enjoying yeah. um, it. The Big Lebowski. I don't laugh when I watch The Big Lebowski. There's no, like, <laughs> right. moments like that for me. It's, I just, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, well, it's sort of like a Wes Anderson movie to me. Yeah. Where it's like, there's... There, Wes Anderson will make me laugh every so, Yeah, but they're very quietly funny. Right. Yeah. This, I don't know why, but this is sort of on that level for me where I don't, I'm not mad at the movie at any point. And then every now and then there's something that'll just tickle me. And so uh, maybe it's my relationship with the movie. Maybe it's when I saw it um, first or how many times I've seen it since. Um, Man. Or the fact that maybe I wasn't I wasn't as hyped up for it originally. But I don't I'm, – I'm just not – I'm – I'm again. I'm in the middle. I'm like a very. I'm an evolution moderate man. And, and some of my. Well, you would say, Tom, you do not believe in evolution. Yeah, I don't. Tom, yeah. Does, not Tom does not believe, believe in evolution. In evolution. 
and I'm a, pro-evolution. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a on the fence. Social Darwinist. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think one of the reasons I like this movie, uh, which isn't replicable to the audience if you're thinking about watching it yourself, is that I have at this point shown it to most of the people who are in like that section of my friends where like I will go out into the wilderness with them and hike or camp for several days. Mm-hmm. And so I've had numerous experiences in my life of getting lost in a place with a friend and going, caca, caca, and knowing before they said anything that they would go, tookie, tookie, back. And, and so that, that, that for the, that's part of the reason why this movie has a spot in my heart. You've built a relationship around it. We've experienced yeah. this before in some other Best Bad movies where people have it. It's just a positive time in their life. Um, Nothing to do with the movie itself. Not as much to do yeah. with the movie, which is fair. There are some mm. aspects of that, and I think Hot Rod may be another movie like that. Oh, Hot Rod me. is Although a great I think film. Yeah, Hot I think Rod Hot Rod's a good film. Fucking brilliance. Yeah. yeah. But I know that like, Dan O'Brien hates comedy. it. Uh, Dan so, O'Brien is wrong. Yes, because it's fucking perfect. And the scene where Danny McBride comes back from the riot is... <laughs> Holding one, a TV. Yeah. <laughs> and the riot. One of the most perfect the scenes so in good. any comedy. There's nothing you could do but just, just run <laughs> just and run pray. You don't get and hurt. hope you and your friends are okay. <laughs> He's just holding a TV. Again, we're, we're ta- I have to point out that this is the second better comedy we're talking about while talking about evolution. There are, there are of course, plenty of better comedies. But if we're talking about like... Like I, I didn't come into this saying I'm going to defend Evolution as a better movie than Ghostbusters. Sure, because Jesus Christ Himself couldn't make a better movie than Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 fine, and it was it wasn't it wasn't like uh, I actually a, think a lazy Adam Sandler piece of crap. Right, I actually think Jesus Christ would make a terrible comedy. I was gonna th- I was thinking yeah. like, I feel like Jesus wouldn't have a great. He he yeah he'd end up making one of them Netflix. I don't think he has a good sense Sandler of humor movies. about things. You he just ended up wait. making Sandy Wexler. <laughs> he comes back and he does the best fucking remake of Top Gun that anyone could have ever. Expected. He just comes, he returns to do a Top Gun remake. This is it. <laughs> that's all. That's I mean, all. I'm not. That's it. That's the only message I have for you. Yeah. Didn't you get my message? Yeah. <laughs> like, the highway to the danger zone. No, no. The books are all lies. It's always been about Top Gun and yeah. this sequel. There's, there's nothing else planned for humanity. <laughs> Off I go. <laughs> oh Jesus! Take my breath away. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, uh, what else did I? I like the solid gold dancer. I like the comedic editing there, where Orlando Jones is uh, dressed up and he makes he talks about being a solid gold dancer, and then they cut to the general or whatever. They're like, "You have to take a look at this," and they look in the elevator and he's dancing. And that's one of those jokes <laughs> yeah, where, like, I one. can't really like it's you when you say the joke, it's not that funny. It really had to do with the editing. Yeah. Like, it had to do with the editing and the, the pacing of that. That well, reminds me of something else I took note of while watching this movie is there's about 10 different times when somebody walks into the room and says, you got to come take a look at this. <laughs> well, yes. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like... <laughs> it's Jesus. That's like, fair. It's a movie <laughs> of its time. Oh, man. But uh, that cliche, yeah. I like how they set up, and I didn't even realize it. Like, but the 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 two dumb the the two dumb like college kids guys who yeah. wind up knowing that selenium is in head and shoulders and saving the day. I like that in the beginning of the movie, they're like two schlubby, messy guys who have really nicely put together hair, yeah. and it just seems weird. And then at the end, it's like, oh no, that paid off. That was a joke. They, you, they you, actually, yeah. they pay off most things, yeah, which is weird. Which like you, Sean Williams. As a fireman, yeah, like there's a lot of awkward stuff that so- still pays off, but it feels like they packed it just to its breaking point in that sense. Because like him being a fireman doesn't really matter much 
until the end, but they still yeah. give him an arc through it. Yeah. So it works. And he gets to be a firefighter, and I'm sure he gets a lot of kids killed because he's clearly right. incompetent at being to the a firefighter. Point but that the lady that Orlando Jones is talking to at the beginning, who she's like, "I want to be Miss Amer- Miss what what's Miss Universe or Miss Arizona, or Miss Arizona." At the very end, when they're giving awards, she's wearing a Miss Arizona sash there with them. Oh yeah, like it's stuff like that where they he he pays off everything or like as much as he can. Mm. It's I, all a little messy. It's true, though. Yeah. It, everything is technically yeah. like everything. They bothered is to. there for a reason, rather than you know. That's one of those things not. where I don't like praising movies for because it's basic. It, it's not anymore, but it's like yeah. when a movie just like commits to like their arcs. I <laughs> like that's nice. I guess know, I will. I will agree with you, Tom. That this is a bad comedy. It is a bad comedy that I think is enjoyable, and I don't think modern bad comedies are enjoyable to any... I, I don't know. Someone has to be watching Adam Sandler's Grown Ups 3, uh, <laughs> but I refuse to believe that it is a person who is like... Is there a Grown Ups 3? There must be by now. I don't know. There's they make money. Not. They make money. Yeah. Um, or fucking Jack and Jill or whatever. Like these Oof. these abominations that come out now. That's like this is what we get when you get it. This is what an eighty million dollar comedy is today. Is Adam Sandler and his friends fucking around for a big cut of money and like no risks are taken and nothing weird is done and no one tries anything. Like, god damn it, I miss the days when a bad movie we still got people fucking giving an enema to a monster. David Duchovny giving the pressed ham on yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I miss male nudity. I I like Galaxy Quest, where you get to see Tim Allen's dick and balls. Great That's true. Scene. You yeah. do see Tim Allen's really dick important and balls. scene. It's weird in how many movies you see actors' dicks and balls. You see I don't Will think. Smith's dick and balls in Wild Wild, Wild West. West. And then there was one other recently where I was like, oh, mm-hmm. a dick and ball got in there. They and sneak in. You don't see David Duchovny's dick and balls in this, but no. if you are a sex worker in Toronto, you probably you, have, and probably not in a situation where you're yeah. getting paid or wanted to. Uh, that is my guess about David Duchovny. <laughs> He's a monster. Yeah. He's, he's almost certainly a monster. We don't know yet. As but monstrous like, as his character he, in this he's film. He's definitely yeah. the kind of guy where if things come out about him, it's yeah, like, be like, yeah, yeah. It if there's a yeah. me too, it wouldn't even be like a yeah. Like, I mean, I would love to see David Duchovny in a completely serious movie where he plays the actual doctor who carried out the Tuskegee experiment. Sure. I think that's that could be a fun direction for his career to go in now that he's older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're ready Maybe, to uh, really revile yeah. him. Yeah, as a as a character and possibly as a man. Yeah. Remember him in Beethoven? Yes. No. Remember he's him in, in Beethoven? Do you remember him in uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? No. Yeah. He's oh, the sleaze, He's the sleazy yeah. guy that tries to get with Christine Applegate. Yeah. His like career started as like as a sleaze, as a sleaze. yeah, because he is. Yeah. He, he just looked sleazy. Yeah. The, the first couple of seasons of Californication have some really fun moments in them. At the, because like later in the show, it leans all the way into being David Duchovny's fantasy. But there's moments early on when he's like just a sad drunk who can't mm. like who's like who's uh the the mother of his child doesn't want him that close to their kid because he's just a gross fuck up and he fucks a teenager and it's mm. horrible uh and that's fun is just david duchovny is like you're a real piece of shit david yeah. Duchovny. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah you play a solid piece of shit yeah he's good at it just let him let him embrace it 
Like, yeah. Duchovny be Duchovny. Yeah. Let's make him president. Brace the darn shit. Fuck it. Why not? Embrace the Duchovny darkness. for president. <laughs> Duchovny 2024. The, embrace the darkness. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wonder how his record is going. He has that album. Oh, yeah. We should check that out. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. A oh, yeah. He book. plays, we check he plays out. guitar. Uh, we should get, we should really, we should really dive guitars. into David Duchovny's, uh, body of work. Is there any chance that he wouldn't be a guitar guy? No. No. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. Look at his little face. Fucking Duchovny. Look at his little face and his little eyes. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about evolution. I mean, we're, we're 45 minutes. <laughs> no, I mean, I, th- this is about all I had to say. It's <laughs> yeah. a movie that I enjoy. I, I, the thing- I don't think any minds were changed yeah. today. Or at least amongst us, maybe people listening. Maybe people listening have mm-hmm. a newfound respect or distaste for this Check film. Check out, uh, if you've got I, Amazon Prime, you I can would just watch say it. The it was one for free. Because yeah, I was a moderate, free. but the one thing that pushed me a little bit was you pointing out that, yeah, this is a comedy that goes for it and puts effort in, and yeah. it's not... Modern comedies do not put in this sort of effort or try to be this creative. Some really cool it's practical effects. Like, that's, that's, i got to give it that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll begrudgingly give it that. I just yeah. wish the movie was better and sure. I, for all that effort. I like the easy thing and the thing that when I first watched, I was expecting this to end in. We got to kill all of the aliens in some big gunfight thing and then blow up the rock or whatever. Right. And instead, they're pumping shampoo into a monster's asshole. And that's right. that's neat. That's wacky. Yeah. <laughs> that's comedy. Yeah. All right. Hey, Robert, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean... Uh, if anyone has any evidence of David Duchovny's misdeeds, you can send them to me on Twitter uh, at I write okay. There's just two letters there. Uh, we all know he's history's greatest monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a podcast called Behind the Bastards. You can catch on the How Stuff Works Network, iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the fuck you use. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. Well, thanks for coming. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate thanks it. For Duke having me. Duchovning me. Damn it. That mm-hmm. would a little better. I don't know. I don't know. That's. <laughs> He should have a should, his fan his fan base should call themselves the Ducoven, right? The Ducoven. Oh, there you go. Well, they do now, starting okay, now. I mean, right God, now. I wish he was a hot eighteen year old yeah. boy now, because then <laughs> then this would work really then well. They would have a Ducoven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Mm. Oh, God, for it to be ninety four again. Mm. I'm sure David Duchovny is saying he's, that exactly. he's saying that right now. Yeah, yeah. X Files is just blowing up. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.